0: Do you have anybody in your personal or local network of friends or family that is focused on health? And if so, have you ever asked them for advice uh, when it comes to health, either via eating food, exercise, um, treating specific illnesses, et cetera? Well, in this podcast, I'm going to share with you why your local network of friends and family is the first thing you should build out as part of your healthcare network. Yes, when people think about healthcare network, they really talk about the specific healthcare providers and the specific hospital network that they go and see. But before you even get to that point of needing a hospital, one of the best ways to keep healthy and maintain a high level of health is to have a group of friends and family that are also focused on being healthy. Hey, this is Caleb and you are listening to the Healthcare Analytics Podcast. Working with me to make this possible is my teammate Tatsuya Morao. When I was in college and as a collegiate runner, I ended up having an injury on my knee where my knee would hurt really, really poorly and it would hurt really, really bad. and. One of the reasons why was because I was just putting in a lot of miles at the time. And so if you don't know anything about collegiate running, especially long distance running, some of these guys will put in 100 to 120 miles a week. And so if you split that up in a day, a lot of college level runners and elite runners will be running 15 to 18 miles a day and that's not that big of a deal. Sometimes they run less like 10 to 12 but that was just the normal rhythm. And so anyway, my freshman year, the second week into my collegiate career, let's say, I ended up having a series of very painful places on my knee. And so I ended up going into the physical assistant office at the college that I was going to. And so there I am with a whole bunch of other athletes because it's not just an office; it's more like a big room where um, physical assistants and trainers will help various athletes with their various ailments. Let's say people who are there who are runners who would have like a stress fracture. You would have at the same time football players who would have a sprained uh, like a sprained ankle, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so here I am, small little me, you know, just trying to figure out what's going on with my knee. And so it ended up being that I'm laying on this table and there are three or four physical assistants trying to check out my knee and they have a textbook right next to them trying to see why my knee is in pain. And so they try a few different things and then... Really, the long story short is that they would have this textbook out and they would go through page by page. And and remember, these are just physical assistant students or physical training students who are going through the physical therapy curriculum in order to learn how to be better physical therapists. And so here I am laying on this big table or bench And these physical assistants or these trainers could not really figure out what's going on with my knee. And so they have a textbook out and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, these guys don't really know anything. Like maybe they're pretending to, but they're going to tell my coach some bogus like answer that's not really going to help. And so that ended and I was like, well, I'm no better off than I started. And they ended up telling my coach that my running career was pretty much over because Um, there's a patella in my knee that is just really, really well worn. And so that's what they told my coach. And I thought, well, that doesn't necessarily make sense because that injury only happened, let's say, in a few days, and it wasn't like ongoing. And I wasn't the kind of person, just my body deals well with specific kinds of stress, including running. And so even in the past, let's say, seven years that I was running, I never really experienced any serious injuries or anything else. So they told my coach that and I thought, well, how am I going to figure this out? And so, of course, being part of a team, cross-country team with other runners, I asked them how I could better, like, heal my knees, how I could treat my knees better, um, how I could treat my body in a better way. And so one of the first things they said is get better shoes and be able to stretch and be able to ice your, ice your knee when it hurts. And so that fundamental advice helped me get through college and be a better runner because of it. I was never at the very, very elite stage of running, but every year I got a little bit better and that was the only injury that I had, or even the semblance of injury that I've had through my college career. All this to say is that that was the point in which I recognized that healthcare professionals are just that they are individuals who have a lot of different people come in for the different ailments, injuries, health problems and they may not be able to solve everything no matter what level they are within their profession. And so if they're students, they will not be able to know specifically what runners deal with. And even if they're doctors, they might not see specific things that specific individuals go through when it comes to their body. This is why I recommend that anybody before they even see a healthcare professional should have a trusted place where they have like-minded individuals who are also focused on health. If you have friends and family that are focused on being healthy, then what that means is that they can help give you valuable advice before you even have to tap into the medical industry as a whole. This can also help you because your friends and family who are also health-minded can help give you advice about where to start when you start to engage with a hospital or doctor for your specific illness, injury, or health problem. One of the ways that I've done this in the past when moving or going to a new location is to join, let's say a local gym. It's not necessarily a gym. I don't really like gyms as far as lifting weights and such because my body works a lot better when it comes to um, natural weights, like push-ups, pull-ups, walking, that kind of thing. And so when I say join your local gym, what I'm trying to say is join a group of people that are also focused on health. So this could be a yoga studio. It could be a jujitsu gym. It could be a CrossFit gym. It could also be just a running group. It could be a group that walks every day. It could be a various amount of things. It could even be golf. I mean, many people who golf, Not only do they get outside and some of them walk from one place to another, but they also tend to have a large network of people. And so if you're going through a specific problem health wise, then having a group of friends that have a bigger network can help you start to identify where to engage when you need a higher level of health care. It's also your mental health. Mental health is extremely important. And so when it comes to building out a community, then mental health is one of the most important things. And so those who are usually healthy with their body try to at least be healthy with their mind as well. And so if you are part of a group of people who are focused on building their body in a robust way, then they are also likely to have habits that are, good for your mental well-being so how do you build this community and how do you start to build a personal health care network i'm going to give you a few different ways in which you can build a personal health care network for yourself and these are things that you can do right around where you are i highly recommend a personal health care network that is in a physical location that you can go to. But there are also virtual networks via online or through specific chat groups that can also encourage you to be healthy. Um, there are applications online, there are specific phone apps, et cetera, that can help you be healthy. But for my personal experience, one of the things I recommend is actually going to a physical location where there's a physical community because, There's a lot of context when it comes to health that is just very physical, especially when talking about your physical body. And so if there's a problem with your body, it's a lot easier to show, hey, this spot right here hurts or this place right here is strained. How do I stretch this out? Instead of trying to text, use text or use words to explain what's actually going on. And also, if you are engaged with a community that is health minded, then on a daily or weekly basis, you can show others how it progresses, how it improves or how your body deteriorates over time so that you can put your body and your mind back on track. So my first recommendation is find a physical group of people around you that are focused on health. It doesn't have to be many people, it could be just two people who decide every Thursday to get together to go on a walk after lunch. It could also be a bigger gym, like let's say a lifting gym, um, a yoga studio, et cetera, that already has an organized way of bringing people into a class, let's say. So the first thing I recommend is having a physical location where you can engage and you can be with health minded individuals. The second thing I would I would recommend is that you start to make friends with those individuals and you start to share your experiences about how you're becoming more healthy and so what is your journey of becoming more healthy is it eating better is it drinking more water is it just being more active on a daily basis all of those things matter because what it does is it encourages others to be more healthy as well the third thing that I would recommend is be mindful of your mental health, that other people's mental health and their outlook on life can rub off on you as well. And so if you're around people who are very positive and have a positive outlook on life and want to figure things out, then you're more likely to be part of a community that will be open when you try to explain your different ailments, your injuries, etc., and actually be willing to open the door to their network for helping you out. The third thing that I would say is that most healthcare networks, i.e. a gym, a local community, a yoga studio, a friend group, will usually have recommendations about who they should see first about specific injuries um, or health problems. And as an example, if you are part of a running club And you have a shin splint or the top of your shins hurt or you have ankle problems or knee problems, then most likely anybody in your running group will have a recommendation about who you can go see about treating those specific illnesses, uh, pain, etc. Likewise, suppose you are in a yoga studio and you attend a yoga studio every week, then usually there are yogis in that studio that will help you if you have problems with increasing flexibility, with breathing, um, or any other given thing related to yoga. This is why I recommend approaching health as part of a community because you can approach it from a different angle that is not necessarily related first and foremost, to healthcare as it stands today. Most people think about healthcare as if they have a problem with their body, they don't look at it from the perspective of somebody who is part of a health community. In other words, the average person, if they have a illness or a disease or something with their body, they will then first, as a default, go to the emergency room or go to a clinic to see what's going on. On the other hand, if you are focused on being part of a community, then you will first tap into that community and the resources that community has and go from there. So these are two different approaches, and I've done both. I've gone to the emergency room and I've gone to a clinic for specific things not related to my personal healthcare network, but I have also tapped into my friends and family and the personal network I have if I have specific injuries or things that I'm working through with my body that I feel like they can help with. Typically, I like to rely on my personal healthcare network because they usually can approach it with the context that they know me in. And so if they know me as, let's say, a runner, then they can approach it from that perspective and say, well, maybe you need to start by eating better foods, or maybe you need to start by taking care of your muscles in a better way. Maybe you need to lift. And so it comes down to having a long-term approach to a problem and solving that problem instead of a short, quick fix, which healthcare, as a general rule, wants to tend towards quick fixes where if you're part of a healthcare network or just a personal group of of friends and family, then they will usually take the long-term view because they know you over a series of years, months, and decades. (laughs) The last thing I'm going to leave you with in this episode is to take care of yourself and use every resource available to take care of your mind and body and soul. And the reason why is because in this life, we only really have time and we only really have our body and our mind as well as our soul, but take care of your entire being. And the reason why is because this is all we have. And so as we live day to day, If we don't take care of ourselves, then we're going to deteriorate over time. And deterioration is just part of time. Everything deteriorates over time. But we can do our best to keep ourselves up and keep healthy and keep sharp over time and encourage others to do the same and progress over a series of days, months, and years. The reason why is because as we live life we can feel feel more and more fulfilled in the ways that we live and so use every tool at your disposal to live the life that you feel like is best to live Be invested in your local community in order to help others and as well help yourself. And use every tool at your disposal. So use the local communities that you have in order to improve your own health mentally and physically, as well as use the healthcare facilities that are structured in a way to help you out on a temporary basis. And so know what tools can be used for what. To give you a better example of how this looks in my own life, is if I have a problem, if I have let's say a shin splint, if I broke a bone, if I have any problem, then I will usually start and tap into my local network that I have personally. I will start to ask my friends and family around me about how they would solve a specific problem when it comes to my body or my mind. Then after that, then I would proceed in using the resources I have at my disposal to take a long-term perspective about healing. And so sometimes a quick fix can help, but it leaves long-term damages. And so I usually tend towards doing the work of being more healthy now with the expectation that it will pay off in the future. Then after I tap into my local network of friends and family, then I will then use medical professionals as they are meant to be used. You see, medical professionals in any capacity are meant to be used as specialists, and so Many people think of medical professions as the general Swiss army knife that you can rely on for anything. But really what I like to do and how I like to use the medical profession personally is find a specific specialist that can help me with a specific set of problems with my body. And then I can explore how I can best treat my body in a way that can give me long-term benefits. Many people look for the short-term benefits of taking a drug or a pill that will help them, but maybe the long-term effects are detrimental. But if you are looking in the long-term perspective, then you can start to understand how you can use your own personal network in order to utilize the best resources you have And tap into the medical profession when you need that specialized care. So if you need a surgery, if you need something that's specialized that is outside the realm of your own capabilities, that's where it's best to rely on medical professions. So what I encourage you to do is just join a local gym, join a yoga studio, a jujitsu gym, a running club, join a place where other people are focused on their own health. This can not only help you in being more healthy yourself, but can also help you build a personal healthcare network that you can rely on first and foremost before having to tap into the medical profession in order to be more healthy. So if you have any questions about how we encourage others to be more healthy in the short term and the long term, feel free to reach out to us at podcast at ArcosAnalytics.com. Likewise, you can find us on Twitter and LinkedIn if you prefer those methods of communication. So thanks for listening and I will talk to you later.